0: I've got my dynasty wide receivers kind of locked down at this point, at least to my top six, top seven, and I don't think my th- no, my four, five, and six are are gonna match anyone's number four, five, and six. Now, my top three rookie wide receivers redraft dynasty, they're 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 par for the course because these three guys are are the guys. No, nobody should be ranking a Dunze or Neighbors, or Harrison Jr. outside of their top three. But my four, five, and six are shockingly different than I think the regular the, the regular uh, content creation world is going to bring you. The Fantasy Football Show Dynasty edition begins right now. The Rookie Wide Receiver edition begins right now. Live from the Fantasy Football show.com studios, it's the Dynasty Fantasy Football Show. File on in, file on in, appreciate every single one of you fine people in here, uh, appreciate you. Um, we're going to be doing it live here on the Dynasty channel like we always do, graveyard style. And this time we're, we're talking about the same topic in general we talked about on the main channel today The top 6 rookie wide receivers But we're going to hit it from a Dynasty perspective We oftentimes will kind of tail off or, or leapfrog off the, the previous show The 8pm the, um, uh, show on the main channel If you guys don't know what I'm talking about Main channel Right now you're watching Dynasty Fantasy Football YouTube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football It's kind of a new channel Hit that subscribe button And we're going to pump this thing up to the very top We're going to bring this to the, the big time here on the on on the YouTube, and I'm a, I'm a proud I'm proud to bring you guys Dynasty exclusive content almost on the daily. Uh, the goal is to do a daily show. Make sure you subscribe if you're new, and make sure you get on over to the main channel because I'm live there Monday through Friday 8 p.m. I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live during graveyard shifts and everything. So uh, we're here to talk about these top six wide receivers. Um, curious about your picks, Josh? you you not see the earlier show? Uh, it's okay if you didn't, but good lord, man, you got to go watch that video. Um, it doesn't really change for me. Dynasty redraft. Um, I don't think so. During the evaluation process before the NFL draft, once we're given landing spots, that's when there's some discrepancy or different. Different. Uh, I could uh, differ uh, differ on where I have, let's say, neighbors versus Harrison Jr. If let's say Harrison Jr. landed in in New York with the the Giants and Danny Dimes and neighbors goes to Arizona with Kyler Murray, then you have a weird rookie year where in redraft, I might have neighbors higher than I do in Dynasty because I think at the end of the day, you're going to see Marvin Harrison Jr. climb up and they build around him no, no matter where he goes. But at this current point in time, my redraft and Dynasty rankings don't change, but how we talk about them will my number one wide receiver in Dynasty and redraft is Marvin Harrison Jr. That's no surprise. Nobody should have anybody uh, have it any other way. I know a lot of people want Malik neighbors to be better. I know a lot of people want um Malik neighbors to uh to uh there's a lot of people that want to be the person that called it. Um and, and I think I, I think I was spelling on my screen wrong. Why does it say neighbors with a I hate autocorrect? Autocorrect is crazy. This has done this twice to me. There we go. Um, I know a lot of people want to, to be the first one or be in the camp and say, that was me. I'm the one that predicted that. Is it possible neighbors is better? Again, Lanny's spot's going to determine a lot. We can't lock down anything in terms of redraft, but from a long term perspective, Dynasty, there's, there's no one, in my opinion, nobody should have Marvin Harrison Jr. number two in Dynasty. Only in redraft. With a, a bad landing spot, could I think anybody waver and feel good about it and get and sleep at night? Um, neighbors where he goes will determine whether he's higher than a for me. I think a dunze, Roma dunze, could be better than neighbors if he's in, let's say, uh, uh, a spot like the Chargers or uh Indianapolis catching footballs from from AR5, and let's say they let Michael Pittman walk and they don't franchise tag Michael Pittman Jr., then then a over Malik neighbors in New York. This is your number two wide receiver, Adunze. Adunze in Indy with AR5 as his number one wide receiver is better than Malik Neighbors in New York with Danny Dimes. Uh, Especially from a redraft perspective, but from a dynasty perspective, I love Adunze enough that his landing spot could vault him above Malik Neighbors. Now flip that script, Neighbors in, let's say, Indy. Let's say Indy, of course you got to trade up, okay? Just picture it. It's it's uh, it's it's a bizarre world. Close your eyes. Imagine, Indy moves up. Somehow acquires Malik neighbors. What what happens? That it, they let Michael Pittman Jr. walk. This guy is a, a phenom. A phenom in Indy catching footballs from AR five. Let's say Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to New York. Somehow some way he's catching footballs from Danny Dimes. I I don't think that that flip happens. Between Harrison Jr. and Neighbors and Dynasty, like it would with the Dunze Neighbors, but it's certainly the gap is closed and the redraft values is cra- Like it's crazy. Like the, the landing spots are so important. But these, what I can tell you is these three guys are the top three. Top three. Um, neighbors is closer to MHJ than 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 he is a Dunze. That's debatable. I think a lot of people love a A lot of people love Neighbors. A lot of people love Harrison Jr. This is a this is a tough call. There's I I I could respect your opinion on that. Who said that? B- BBC. I can I can respect your opinion, but I don't know that I necessarily agree. I love Neighbors, but I I could definitely say Adunze in Indy over Neighbors in New York. I'm flipping that. I'm flipping that. Who's who's my four, five, and six? That's where it gets really interesting because this is kind of boring, right? One, two, three, everybody's kind of got this one, two, and three, as they should. But this is where we differentiate between us and everybody else. This is where no one matches what we're doing. Brian Thomas Jr. Um, is a phenom as well. He's a six-four monster, 205 pounds, jump ball expert that caught 17 touchdowns last year. And the only reason you could say there's a little concern, or you want to pull back a little bit, make sure you don't go too crazy and put him number three overall over a Dunze, is because the the resume, you know, short resume, can he do it? It's one year. But when you watch the film on him, 68 receptions, 1177, 17 touchdowns, it's unbelievable efficiency. His ability to go get a jump ball. Is is as good as anybody's in this draft class. Him and Marvin Harrison Jr. I, I mean, they're 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 Leggett as well. We'll get to Leggett in a second. But eleven seventy seven and and seventeen touchdowns is marvelous, and I absolutely love Thomas Jr. and where he goes. Like he goes to Baltimore, he goes to Indy. In, in the case of, of of Pittman going elsewhere, not getting franchise tagged, Imagine, imagine. Why are you selling a Doonesay? Says. Huffman. I don't know who's selling a duncey. I love a duncey. Buying. Oh, just in general. Um, chilled is saying I'm selling, you know, I'm 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 low on a dunsey. I'm buying Leggett, Absolutely buy Leggett Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Number number five. That's number four. Brian Thomas Jr. Not a huge surprise because people have him at five, four, six. Um, I don't think many people have them at four. I think we're probably going to be the only people you see talking about him as the fourth wide receiver right after Adunze. He'll typically be 5, 6, or 7. This man right here is going to be outside double digits. This guy is not going to be in anybody's top 10. Uh, Malachi Corley is going to be so far outside of everybody's top 10. He's going to be around 13, 14, 15. 13, 14, 15. Uh, Xavier Leggett's going to be around 10, 11, 12, 13. These are both double-digit Wide receivers, I've got them 5 and 6. Why? Because I see a, a lead ability in both these guys. Malachi Corley, 5'11", 210. Um, pull the stats here so you can see. nine uh, nine 984 and 11 touchdowns last year. Don't focus hyper-focus on 900 yards and say, oh, well, he you know he didn't produce. He had two back-to-back 11 touchdown seasons. 101 receptions in 2022 with 1293 and 11. He did fantastic in both years. Uh, Malachi Corley is is arguably the closest thing to a, he's not Tank Dell size, he's bigger than Tank Dell, but from the perspective of coming out of nowhere and being this show's absolute monster land of the later wide receivers, this is my Tank Dell, this is my Tank Dell, this is my Tank Dell, this is my Tank Dell. Unfortunately, we have three of them, fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, but I think if I had to rank them, I would say Corley, Leggett, and Brian Thompson Jr. Given the, the cost of entry, given all of that, that's my ranking in terms of exploding from their value and being such a value to people and winning leagues and building franchises. But this guy, Malachi Corley, is such a phenom. He, he, the way he plays, his acceleration, his ability to just, it looks like he's a race car, just sliding around, drifting in between cones, and everybody's there, just bouncing off him. His motor is unbelievable. His acceleration, his ability in open space, his 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 you know his, his ability to to stop on a dime, cut across field, his across the field game is unmatched. You watch this guy navigate across open space; it's unbelievable. At the NFL level, they can't contain him. This is kind of what I thought about Tank Dell when I watched Tank Dell film. And I'm like, how is this guy undervalued? Tank Dell is a phenomenal player. Just the way, the way his footwork, his route running. Mal- uh, Malachi Corley, his, his route running and footwork and ability to, to, to just kind of gravitate like a magnet toward open space, toward the correct place, the correct plane, the correct piece of the field that is going to get him the most amount of yards before he's either brought down or run out of bounds or tackled is 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 it's unmatched. I watch film on everybody. Uh, Xavier Leggett can dominate people like DK Metcalf up in the air. That's his game. His game's different. Malachi Corley's different. Malachi Corley is a space magician. This guy is a jump ball expert. He's DK Metcalf meets AJ Brown. Xavier Leggett, 6'3, 227. It's like a linebacker. Had had a had a fantastic season. Um, 71 receptions, 1255, 7 touchdowns. Not a big resume either. That's kind of what makes these guys, I think, a little risky to some people is one year. People aren't you know exactly uh, thrilled about, about having one season to look at. Brian Thomas Jr., 1177, 17 touchdowns, one year. Nothing really to show for in the other years. Uh, corley has got the two years though, and back to back 11 touchdown seasons, and one of which last year was 1293. There's a lot of I think uh, of resume there. These are my 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 big six wide receivers. Now a lot of people are going to say, where's Coleman? Where's Mitchell? There, there there are a lot of good wide receivers, and I'm not saying this was an easy task. I'm not saying it was easy to leave off some of the more popular names where people are going to say, where's Coleman? Why isn't he in the top six? This is ridiculous. But this process for me right now is about watching film and coming to a a physical and uh, not draft value-considered opinion, okay? My job isn't to use what everybody else is thinking and just order them a little bit differently. Just kind of mix it up a little. I don't care if Coleman's the third wide receiver for everybody. If I'm viewing film and organizing these guys and I don't see Coleman. Fitting into the four, five, and six because for some reason I feel everybody's wrong on these guys. That's where I'm at right now with my process. That's how I do it. I don't do it any other way right now. Once landing spots are dished out, and let's say Malachi Corley has a poor pro day or or combine, let's say Xavier Leggett gets injured. Where's Wood? Knock on Wood. Let's say he has a poor combine. I'll adjust and adapt. It's not. There's no shame in saying, I don't think this guy's situation is good. There's no shame in saying, okay, Brian Thompson Jr. landed in a horrible spot and he's not going to be number four anymore, anymore for me. My job right now is to let you know how high I have these guys ranked on my personal ranking that has nothing to do with anybody else. Doesn't have to do with any other content creator. Doesn't have to do with Mel Kiper. Doesn't have to do with what the teams think. This this is February. This is the time to see what does Smitty think of these players from a talent perspective. Only not landing spot. Nothing. I'm projecting a Dunze third. He could be second if he goes to the right spot. I'm projecting Le, uh, Xavier Lagaret Le, uh, Laget as number six. He could be four if he goes to the right spot. If Leggett goes to Indy to catch footballs from AR5 and they let Michael Pittman Jr. go, guess what? He goes to everybody's number three. If Malachi Corley goes to Indy Indy to catch footballs from AR5 and they let Michael Pittman Jr. go, everyone and their mother is going to say this is the next Tank Dell. But you'll know where you heard it. Oh, she wrote for now we're gonna we're gonna we can talk about landing spots added that's fine i, I don't want anybody to think i don't want to discuss that that's why we're here we're, we're here to now the phone lines are going to be open here in a second to discuss landing spots uh 100 but i'm just giving you my talent based ranking first now we discuss landing spots call in call into the show call, call, call into the show Yeah, no no backtracking here tonight. No no backtracking. Keep the backtracking to a minimum. Like Robocop says. What does he say? (laughs) It's like a... Ziggy, give me a Robocop quote. Ziggy, volume 8. Ziggy, volume 10. Ziggy, give me a Robocop quote. Is he even paying attention? Ziggy, volume 10. Ziggy, give me a RoboCop movie quote. <laughs> he's hor- he's horrible. I don't know. Ziggy's not even... I don't think Ziggy's even on. <laughs> I don't think he's even turned on. What's up, Travis? Hey, what's going on? Oh, no, no not much um,
1: I was thinking about it Looking over the list And let's look at those guys And there's six there I mean There's I'd have to pull the list up again yeah. But There's anywhere from like Four to six more guys That could be pretty deep Wide receivers Like For sure. Pretty quick too It seems like Depending on their landing spot and It's so deep that I mean I, I know Teams get comfortable with guys And You know The franchise attack Is easy sometimes But like With the Bengals, I would, I'd be letting T Higgins walk and using that money to shore up offensive line or something on defense, or and get one of these younger guys in there because you're going to be able to get someone with a, you know, second, third, fourth round pick or so many of them.
0: Yeah, here's the consensus ranking, just so if anybody wants to see what it looks like outside of my rankings. And again, I know some people are they get confused. Even if I tell them, they still get confused. My ranking is not relating at all to anything other than if I was scouting based on talent, this is how I would rank it. I would put Le- uh, Leggett 6. I would put Malachi Corley 5. I would put Brian Thompson Jr. 4, Adunze 3, and uh, Neighbors 2, and Marvin Harrison Jr. 1. That's my ranking ranking based on talent landing spots going to change that ADP is also going to change it not change my mind necessarily but change where I try and get away with drafting the player right I'm not going to take Malachi Corley at, at 1.6 in a rookie only draft if people are not catching up like if the cat's not out of the bag we're stealing Malachi Corley away that's where I think people just don't understand my content sometimes, and they're like, "Smitty, this is ridiculous. You can get Malachi Corley so much later." It, no shiat, Bob. No Um Here, here, are, here are the rankings, the consensus rankings across the industry average. Marvin Harrison Jr. one, Malik Neighbors two, Roma Dunze three, uh, Kian, uh, Kian Coleman number four. That's where everybody's got a problem, I think, in general with my rankings is where's Coleman? Look, I, I like Coleman. Just because Coleman's behind Leggett and Corley and Thompson Jr. doesn't mean I don't like him. Just because I have Coleman, and he's probably next, just because I don't have Coleman ahead of Leggett and and and, uh, and Corley right now doesn't mean that a landing spot for Coleman, let's say, an Indy, and I keep using Indy because it's one of those spots that could make somebody into a gem. So let's say... Mar, uh, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is always going to not get franchise tag or re He's getting sent packing. Okay, in all these examples, just assume so I don't have to keep repeating it. Michael Pittman Jr. is not in Indy. If Leggett goes to Indy, he's going to the moon, I think, for everybody. I mean, people are not stupid. If it, they, they, sometimes they overlook stuff, but if Leggett's the starter in Indy, people will take notice. If Corley's a starter in Indy, people will take notice. If Tom Thompson is the starter and in any people take notice but the same thing goes for Coleman this is not a backtrack I know we're we're using backtrack as a funny term tonight but this isn't a backtrack moment of okay Coleman's now your number four Smitty because he's an in Indy. of course he is like landing spot's everything right now though I have to I have to go off of I don't have landing spot. I'm going off of talent. I'm not just gonna follow the the sheep. In the pack, and say, oh, Coleman, he's ranked so high. I watched the film. Coleman's film is not better than Brian Thompson Jr.'s film, in my opinion. Coleman's film is not better than Leggett's film. Coleman's film is not better than Corley's film. It just wasn't. So my evaluations off of talent alone right now, and Coleman can certainly climb up. Franklin could climb up. Worthy could climb up, especially Mitchell. I like Mitchell. McConkie could absolutely climb up. He's not Nakua. Everybody needs to relax, but he's very, very good. He could be what we thought Alex Pierce could be, you know, at some point. We thought Alex Pierce was going to be pretty darn good elite wide receiver three. Like McConkie could come in and be that good as a rookie. Uh, Roman Wilson, he's good. He's good. Uh, But look how far Malachi Corley is. He's, He's almost not even on the list uh, Brendan Rice. Uh, everyone's saying he could go play for the Niners. Um Derry Rice son. Um, this could be this could be pretty good. Rice could be very, very good. <sighs> Who's the best like- Perps.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think Holman. Holman was like, like a nice and clean prospect. prospect. He did a lot of things good. good a lot of things Whereas, sure. like, and, and uh Corley. Those, those guys, guys like, like- they have air, they can really 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 be dynamic, you know. Like, it's, it's, like, it's it's like, they got something special behind them to the surface there, there. Where, where like, like you, you know, know? And, and I think that's probably why Coleman right, gets ranked ahead, ahead of him is he easy a little bit higher. Easy to see right. right. if he gets the scaling where it
0: works out and Yeah, my absolute favorite landing spot is Indy. if let's say If let's say Um Michael Pittman's gone, like I keep assuming. That would be unbelievable. Uh, well,
1: and just, to, just remember how good – imagine if you get one of these young, dynamic guys in there because how good uh, Pittman was with AR at the beginning of the year. That, you know, they were connecting nicely. So you give a guy with, like, maybe a little more ceiling than Pittman in there.
0: Yeah, and Corley can be, a, really Corley can be a little Jaden Reed slash Debo-esque. He really could. You could use him yeah. all over the field. If anybody hasn't watched Malachi yeah. If anybody hasn't watched Malakai Corley's film, please go to YouTube and YouTube some of his footage, and just spend a few moments. If there's somebody here that hasn't watched actually watched it yet, raise your hand in the chat, and then I want you to watch like two minutes of it real quick. Come back and tell me what you think. I want someone's genuine reaction. So if somebody has not YouTubed Malakai Corley, let me show you on the screen his name so you can. Spell it right. Um, I want someone Steve, to
1: go watch it. Steve Smith did a good breakdown. Yeah, Steve Smith did a really good breakdown.
0: He, he, that's good. He likes him because he he's done good with wide receivers. But here's here's his name, Malachi yeah, Corley. Yeah. Give a little, give a little YouTube look and and type that into YouTube. Watch two minutes of it. Make Malachi Corley highlights. Uh, there, there's a certain YouTube video that says highlights on it. Watch highlights, I and, and come back. And I I want I want somebody to tell me that that he isn't he doesn't look like an absolute phenom in the making. I would love to know if anybody could watch that and genuinely react right now. It's Brian Thompson too. Like everybody's so quick to be like, yeah, "Hey, I love him." You know, I'm not trying to say that he's better than neighbors, but I kind of feel like everybody's disrespecting Brian Thompson Jr. when they when they just don't even mention that that there's there's like a little debate to be had. I'm not saying neighbors doesn't win the debate, mm-hmm. but everybody needs to relax a little bit on this whole like there's no there's not even a conversation to be had about how Brian Thompson Jr. in the right spot could be the number two wide receiver. That's what landing spot could do for every single one of these guys, but I think Marvin Harrison jr. I think no matter what he survives, I think in redraft is the only time Marvin Harrison Jr. might dip below neighbors or somebody because he goes somewhere where there's no quarterback. And then it's hard to develop. And then you have neighbors and in, in AZ. And you have, uh, you know, let's say a trade happens, right? Because the draft slots won't, won't, won't work for this. But let's say Arizona traded down with the Giants. And the Giants took Marvin Harrison Jr. And the Cardinals took neighbors neighbors would probably outscore marvin harrison jr as a rookie but at the end of the day in in dynasty i'm not not taking marvin harrison jr i'm pissed off about it i'm a little worried about it his value takes a hit for sure because you don't know what the future holds for the giants quarterback situation because it's not danny dimes but they're going to roll with danny danny dimes is here um my hope is the giants don't consume one of these monster wide receivers I really, really hope they take somebody later. I'd be okay if they take one of these wide receivers we're talking about uh that's not in my top six. Like I'm okay with that. Let me see. Let's say they let's say they go after Coleman. <laughs> you know? Like Keon Keon Coleman, I, I'd be fine with him in New York because he's not my he's not my favorite. I, I think he's he's good, but I don't know. We'll see. He could certainly jump up my list too. I don't hate him. I just, I like these other guys better. It's not about hating them. Um, He just absolutely bulldozes that DB, says Hoosiers. Does anybody naturally or or legitimately watch it? Let's see, has anybody looked at it yet? Somebody, somebody look at the YouTube footage of him real quickly.
1: I've watched a lot of them.
0: Yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, what else What else you got, Travis?
1: Um, I was going to ask just um, a little further down the list.
0: I don't know, I don't know a ton
1: about, about him. The other kid from Washington, Polk. Do you think he, I, mean, I know he's good in Washington, but does he translate it all, or what you do you yeah. think of him? Yeah,
0: that's the problem with this draft class, the problem being a good thing. It's just so it's, it's so hard, man. It is so hard to like pin. Well,
1: a lot of a lot of tall guys too six two six three six four
0: all over the board. Yeah. Um. It, it's like I'm gonna pull up his highlight films and I'm just gonna walk walk you through my reaction to it. So, um, let me let me mute let me mute this real quick. So what I see when when I watch this guy play is. He reminds me a lot of. Uh, this is the best wide receiver I can. He fe- he feels a little like a little small. He feels like a a version of Devontae Smith that hasn't like developed into the the quite the right like. I don't know. I would say I, I, it's not that he can't translate. It's just, he's, gotta, he's just he's got to he's just got to put on maybe a little bit of what's his weight. Maybe he weighs a lot more than he looks. Let's see, Polk. Oh, he's 204. He's all right. He's just kind of lanky. He's 204. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He plays, a, he plays a little bit like... He doesn't play 204. I guess that would be my my, my problem. Then. But I, I do yeah. like him. I like him. I, I just don't see nothing special about him. To the point where like I'm putting him in, in a conversation of right, being a right. league winner breakout. I like him. He's good. He feels like he's maybe had a good opportunity in front of him. He just plays small. He's 204. He's not he doesn't look 204. He plays like he's 195 pounds. He looks like he took advantage of being the second wide receiver in a very, very amazing offense. That's kind of my that's kind of the way I look at it. Um, now I know everyone's one of the
1: guys I don't know much about. So. Now
0: lad McConkie, let me let me watch some McConkie footage right here and I'll give you my um of course I've I've seen footage until my brain's exploded on already, but let me describe to you as I watch him play. I'll give you my my total take of McConkie. I know a lot of people want me to have McConkie in my top six. They want him so badly to be the Puka. Uh, I like him a lot. He reminds me of He doesn't remind me of Puka. Everyone says that. It it doesn't remind me of Puka. He reminds me of... That was the best wide receiver comp for him. He reminds me of a tight end. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but just the way he plays reminds me of like a Kincaid or something. Which isn't bad. I love Kincaid. But he doesn't feel like he's puka he he feels like let me give you a wide receiver comp if i can i'm watching i'm watching this guy i like he's got good hands he's got good good contact balance i don't know what his 40 like an edelman
1: or is he more yeah
0: that's not a bad comp that's not a bad comp and edelman Edelman. yeah edelman would be a good one edelman would be a good one a lot of upside but i he doesn't crack my top five wide receivers He doesn't crack my top five wide receivers at all. Um, let's see here. Andrew Grace did some. Let's let's see. Let's read his nat- his actual genuine opinion because he said he just watched um, Corley. Just watched five minutes of Corley. He's good with the ball in his hands, but in a small sample size, his route tree, uh, screens and double moves. Yeah, I mean, there, there's gonna be some limitations. To a lot of these deeper guys, they're not going to be perfect. Otherwise, people would know they're coming. But certainly, I think sometimes when people are worried about the route tree, is it really the player or is it the offense? You know. So, uh, but man, he looks so good. He looks freaking phenomenal. Should we be worried about small school wide we'll receiver bias?
1: Like they get like yeah, in anyways.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't let. I don't let small school wide receiver bias even affect me, as you can tell. I mean, I don't. Look, look Randy look at Randy Moss look at there's a lot of wide receivers that have come out of small schools and and people um it's more about like look at Tank Dell. like obviously it's not gonna affect me. Tank Dell was was unbelievable and and people didn't see Tank Dell coming even though he was a top he was number one in the nation in two out of the major three categories. He was one reception away from being the touchdown yardage and reception leader in the nation across all of college football and people still just up too small look look at this competition no thank you yeah
1: there's so much so much much information information out there 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 nowadays too between the 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 internet internet and the combine and and pro days that if, if you, if you know, know what you're looking, looking for, for, you can usually get a... I mean, you, mean, you never can never predict. predict. It depends, you know, where they land. And some guys some are just possible, them. But you can, you can get someone with a better idea and better scouting, scouting than there used to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love when I when you watch, like, Pennix Jr. and you watch JD5. And you see these wide receivers and you see, the you know, the quarterback play that came out of both those situations, man, it gets me so amped up. Like c- I couldn't help but sit here and watch Brian Thompson footage again. And I've watched so much of it, I'm telling you. But watch LSU wide receiver video footage over and over and over and just be staring at J.D. 5's play. And be like, God, he's so good. I can't wait for J.D. 5 to get to the NFL. J.D. 5 is going to be an absolute surgeon on the field i i i so am excited to find out where he goes and i hope to god i'm not disappointed because if jd5 doesn't go to a a team i love like if he goes to a freaking i mean i don't think i don't think he can go to a bad team unless a bad team trades up a team i don't want trades up to get him i don't want him in chicago i don't want him in chicago i think chicago's gonna fail and i hate to say that because i was super high on chicago before last year started, I admit, but things change. You can dig your heels in or you could oh, say, oh. look, I, if Poles, Poles may have made a good trade, I get everybody's take on that. Like, Poles made one of the better trades you've seen in a long time. Great. Let's see what he does with it because it's still not totally done yet. And and let's not forget that, yeah, he may have this first-round pick right here because of the movie made, but he also surrendered the opportunity to use the pick the year prior you know so it's not like is the easiest thing to describe how it all went down and if Pauls lets fields go and doesn't use his pick on Marvin Harrison Jr he goes after Caleb Williams brings in Shane Waldron to 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 cultivate him and I don't trust Shane Waldron and now you don't have that wide receiver. Maybe you do get the wide receiver you want right here. A could fall. So like Caleb and a it's a good start to a team. But do I trust the Bears to, to cultivate it? I don't. Um, I don't want JD5 here. JD5 in Washington, I love it. JD5 in New England, I kind of like it. I, I, you know, I wouldn't have liked it if Bill was there, but I kind of like it. And, uh, you know, AZ, um, Marvin Harrison Jr., I hope that happens. The Chargers. I, you know, neighbors or, or Bowers is, is certainly possible in LAC. The Giants I'm scared of. I don't want them taking neighbors. I don't want them taking a Dunze. I don't want them taking any of the, the guys that I think need the football. <laughs> because there, there's a problem in getting the football when Danny Dimes is your quarterback and Danny Dimes' contract is so brutal. I don't see how they draft an early quarterback. Uh, Tennessee, I could see them taking neighbors. If Tennessee takes neighbors, I don't know what I'm gonna, th- how I'm going to feel because I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, keep in mind that they could cut DeAndre Hopkins to save some money. It, it's not something that I, I think they necessarily are for sure going to do, but it's something they're going to look at depending on how much money they want to tie up. Are they rebuilding? Are they not caring too much? I, I don't know. It's tough to say. But if they brought in Neighbors and, let's say, kept Hopkins, how's Neighbors going to fare his rookie year? I don't think it's going to be the best place he could be. If they get rid of Hopkins and Neighbors is the only guy there, maybe he has a pretty pretty solid year even with that situation because Levis has got some upside. He showed some promise. Atlanta taking Neighbors, certainly possible. Um, but I think they go quarterback here. If they solve this spot and bring Cousins in, let's say. Cousins is Atlanta Falcon. I could see him going neighbors. But neighbors probably won't fall that far. He could. But I have a feeling neighbors get scooped up by Giants or Tennessee, really. Um, a Dunze. I could see I could see Kirk Cousins and a Dunze. I could see them taking Penix Jr. this high. If his pro day in the combine and everything works out to the way I believe it will. I think he'll climb really high, but we'll see. Uh we got perps dropping a $20 hauler, perps, you monster. Is my button gonna work? Alert. Super chat alert. Perps dropping a 20 watt on screen. Perps appreciate you. Let's see where where was I? Was I on this screen? Was I on this screen? No. Was I on this screen? Where's perps' message? Where's message? Purps' message? Perp's, I'm sorry. There it is. He uh hey there. 40 live, only 19 thumbs up. Let's take a quick second and get closer closer to even Steven. Do it live. Perps is not happy. Please hit that thumb up button. And uh don't leave perps hanging in the lurch there. I mean, let's let's say, Travis, where do you want where do you can you see my screen right now? Where do you want um it, it's a little behind but Where do you want go. Marvin Harrison Jr to go? Where do you want Neighbors to go? Where do you want a Odunze to go? Where do you want Bowers to go? Like slot him here on this um, board.
1: Marvin Harrison, let's see. I mean, obviously I'd, I'd be okay with him in New England if they get a quarterback. I'm I'm biased, so, um I
0: mean, if what quarterback, if Washington, though, what quarterback though, what quarterback would you have if you if you took Marvin Harrison that, Jr. at three, that, what quarterback? Fields, I mean, other than Fields, what do you what do you? That,
1: that, I was gonna say that it would have to be Fields or it'd have to be some weird situation where like Baker or Russell Wilson end up there, and I mean, that's not ideal. I, I'd rather take a good quarterback, probably, but. Yeah, if I'm if
0: I'm if I'm you, it's gonna be Marvin Harrison Jr. in fields. That's my number one option. That's my number one option for Washington. It, it is my it's number one year. option for New England. But past that, I don't want no offense. I don't want cousins in Marvin Harrison. I don't want I'm using I'm taking JD five. I just think you can build around him. Yep, yep. This is Lamar Jackson yep, yep. two You can build around him. Um you could trade up and get uh, a Leggett or a Corley or whatever, or maybe you won't even have to trade yeah, up. Who knows? You give me Leggett and JD Five, I'm happy. You know, JD JD Five Leggett JD Five, and you
1: Pittman or some you can sign a Pittman or a Ridley and draft even someone later. Like, there's plenty of flexibility, and so that's probably the smarter way for New England to go is to try to get the quarterback. There's a lot There's a
0: lot of internal There's a lot of internal Buzz When I say internal I mean like in the fan base Internal fan base buzz About Debo Potentially Maybe being talked about Moving Debo Or moving Iuk. And I know a lot of Niner people in here are going to freak out real quick But you, you can't think with your heart This is something that the Niners are going to Look at because they don't have a You're lot of cap- do it. they don't have a lot of cap space, and and they can try and make it work, but if they want to give Ayuk this big fat long term contract, they might have to look at trading Debo, or they might look to trade it, you know, Brandon Ayuk, and and this kind of rinse and repeat, and go grab the next wide receiver, go grab Leggett, go grab, you know, one of those guys. So, um. Debo would be an interesting wide receiver that would be available for one of these quarter, rookie quarterbacks. So if Debo went to <laughs> New England and JD5 was there, oh my god. Um if if Debo went to Washington and they took JD five there, that would be that would be a blast, man. Um Imagine Debo and Indy. I I keep coming back to Indy. Indy's one of my favorite places.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just a matter, matter of them moving on, on from in. Pittman. Um, well, well, you oh, were you were asking where, where, where well, would well, I want Harrison, Harrison okay. to go, though, right? Washington Washington wanted wanted um, um, I think I think you would be fine if Washington wanted him. I think Arizona would work with, with Tyler. Tyler. I'd, I'd, I'd be, be alright on, on the Chargers. Obviously not the Giants, not Tennessee. Atlanta would be okay. It might get a little crowded. Um, Minnesota wouldn't take him. Denver's, him. Denver's interesting if they get a quarterback, I don't but I'm, I mean, you know, It's, it's that's more of a rebuild. I, I don't, I don't see him lasting. You know, pick five.
0: I'm telling you, De- De- Denver's like, going to be dumb, and I think they're under the radar right now because everybody doesn't necessarily play their hand or show their hand um, yet, or play it because they can't. But, but I, I have a feeling Denver's going to be in the fields market. I think they're going to be in the field space. They're going to be looking at Justin Fields. I think there's just not a lot. It's either Cousins or Fields. How else are you upgrading Russell Wilson? Because they traded all their draft, draft
1: picks to get Wilson, Wilson right? Right. is not they trade a few first
0: rounders? If you're if you're Sean Payton and you're literally like telegraphing that you don't want a Debo to the Bills would be very interesting, Matt. You're telegraphing that you don't you don't want Russell Wilson there. He's not your pick, and you're moving on. And they totally did that all by themselves, the team, by saying restructure your injury clause, or we're gonna put you on the bench when he was in the middle of thriving. <laughs> like that was a that was such. If I'm a Denver fan, I'm so disappointed in my my stupid organization because I mean, what a what a dis, what a disrespectful fan base move. For your fan base. Russell Wilson finally got like in a groove, if you remember correctly, if no one remembers what I'm talking about. Started to get in a rhythm. He looked really good. They walked up to him, the team, and said, you've got a clause that if you get injured during the season, we're going to owe you a big bag of money. We need you to redo your contract and take that injury clause out in order for us to let you continue playing the rest of the season. And he's like, no. That's my contract. And they're like, okay, then we're going to bench you. Yeah. We're going to bench you as we're playing well, as you're starting to get into a rhythm, as you're being talked about by announcers, not that I agree necessarily to the to the full extent of this, but by announcers on TV going, he's back, Russell's back, look at him, he's finally playing the way he used to play. And your team walks up and says, it's, it's almost like, to me, it almost feels like that should have been a violation of some sort. You know what I mean? Like you're you're trying to like diving's one thing, but you're you're like how are you gonna do that? You're gonna go out and try and take a dive. It's almost like you're losing games. You're losing games so that you. I mean, how is that any really any different? How is it any different to lose games on purpose? You know, uh, uh, ownership pays the coach. There's a whole rumor with with uh, uh, you know what's his name, Hugh Jackson, and all that all these rumors that were out there, not trying to say that any of them are true or not. I'm just saying, the you know, and then you have the whole Miami Dolphins yeah, yeah. situation. How is this any different when a coach walks up to a player and says, because of your contract, we're going to start losing some games unless you rework your contract. We're going to strong arm you into redoing your contract. And he's not even hurt or anything. He's just going out and playing good football. And yeah. they're like, we're taking you off yeah. the field unless you... Restru- we're gonna pressure you to restructure your contract, take out your injury clause, even though you're not hurt. It was. It, I just don't understand how that wasn't a problem for the league.
1: It's not like it's not a, a, it's not a for or anything because, because all that, that can, can do is turn a bridge with him, him and, then and then the whole, whole league knows you have, you have to get, get rid of, of him. So, so it doesn't put you at any advantage, any advantage in that sense. Off season, like it made no sense on any, any, anywhere to me. Unless they, Unless they wanted, wanted to the green so bad, bad that Russell Wilson says, I want, I want out of here. But, yeah, they'll just sit there
0: and get paid yeah. forever. Know. uh For those of you in here right now, for those of you in here right now, tomorrow on the main channel, you're watching the Dynasty channel right now, youtube.com slash Dynasty, fantasy football. Um, I think I'm going to put Marvin Harrison Jr. on the Mars man list. I don't know that I have him on there yet. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Yeah, Mars, man. Well, we don't have him on there yet. I don't know why. We gotta have him on there. Um, no, I, was no,
1: I was
0: gonna, gonna ask. ask it, it was probably right, five, or, five six or six minutes, minutes ago. ago. Mark, 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 Mark Berkland,
1: Yeah, he, uh, Mark B. He was saying, he was saying Mark he "Doesn't B. He that Tyron's Tyron's not an elite running back, back in an no elite situation?" Mark B. How do you watch your out.
0: mouth, Mark B. I, 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 I disagree. Mark B. Watch, watch your. Mark B., you redo that. If you want to keep playing for this team, <laughs> we're going to strong-arm you into redoing your comment. We learned from Denver how this works. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with this process. Uh, Mark B., you recant that right now or I'm taking away your Bijan card. I know how important your Bijan card is to you, young man. Your Bijan card has been revoked. <laughs> Kyron Williams. Oh, Mark B., Mark B Disappointing I was so excited When you said Mark B's name I'm like That's Mark B That's my boy Mark B You're in my doghouse I think (laughs) He he said
1: he's Not elite He's He's great great And in an elite situation So I don't know I'll I'll agree with you Maybe he has a fine line Between elite
0: and great I'll agree he's an elite situation But but What I Why else would I make This song about him He's Kyron He's seven feet tall, and he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron. He can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. on card has been revoked. Like, I want to preface something. I love Mark B. I'm not mad at Mark B at all. At all. At all. Mark yeah, well, B can, Mark it, B can it, be it, his own person, yeah, it, but I, I'm well, definitely... I'm definitely I'm taking lead. away his yeah. I'm definitely taking away his Bijan card though. Until until he recants that, I said he's a, he's he's in an elite situation and a great back. I know, Mark. I I just it's fine. I'm not mad at you. You could think how you want, Mark B. We're we're good, Brofist. But the Bichon card's staying with me <laughs> until you. I can't believe, Kyron's elite, man. I Mark B. The reason I would say he's elite to try and answer that is to say like. Like, he's in an elite situation for sure, but you watch this guy play, he is getting hit, bro. Brother, he's playing a a tough opponent, and you see him get hit by two and three defenders. He literally drags people into the end zone. Like, it would be one thing if he was going untouched on some, like, you know... Some like halfback plunges, and he just walks into the end zone. End zone, and you're you're you know you're saying, oh, it's an elite situation. Like like Priest Holmes would do that. Priest Holmes would take like a sweep to the right, and he wouldn't even like cut for about two seconds. He'd be just running laterally, and then he would just kind of like start to to hone in on a on a hole that's opening by that Casey offensive line. And Holmes would walk in untouched from ten yards out eight times out of ten. Like, and I'm not saying Mahomes or Mahomes. I'm not saying Priest Holmes wasn't. Like the guy, he was absolutely the guy, but Kyron's literally like hitting the hole and is collapsing on him, and he's dragging people. And he's like, you watch Kyron for a ten, ten, five minutes of footage, and you're you're just gonna say, wow. I know you've seen the footage, Mark. I'm not saying you don't watch football, but man, I we're off on this one, Mark B.
1: <laughs> you said you can b-on card.
0: Your <laughs> Bijan card has been revoked. I just took it. I just took it right now. Mark B. I took it. Uh, I won't put him on. I love Mark B. Okay. I just want everybody to know Mark B is my boy. Uh, I figured out I wouldn't be received. Yeah. It wasn't well received, Mark, but I still appreciate you. I, I don't want you to think you can't have a different opinion on here. It doesn't mean you're keeping your on card, though. No, Smitty. No one here is entitled to their own opinion. Just ask uh, Ghost of Three Past. I, I, of The Past. Uh, he, he's perps perps is on a, uh, run tonight in regards to RoboCop, uh, comments and all those things. He's loving previous screaming matches that we've had on this channel the last couple days. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy to inform people. I'm not going to continue to partake in that. Um, it got old pretty quickly, but it was fun while it lasted, but I'm certainly not going to argue with certain said people about a ridiculous conversation every single night that it's literally the same thing on repeat. Uh, McCarthy hype is crazy I agree I don't like J.J. McCarthy Anywhere near Uh, Hoosier says Smitty giveth And then Smitty taketh away I actually don't mind Nixon Peyton. Yeah I like Bo Nix Bo Nix in Denver That That, could be good
1: That's a good one Yeah I like that It's a real good one
0: And and who said Debo to Buffalo That's I like that a lot That's a smooth idea Debo Samuel to Buffalo I like that I like Dude, that a sure lot. Do something
1: like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, I don't think it would. T- what would it take? A second rounder? Probably. It, it, or is that. It, I mean, sometimes I overvalue players. Yeah. Like, I remember I said I mean, to everybody. Even high. I remember I said to everybody that Fields was going to cost a first, but everyone, you know, said no. And then the rumors started saying that it was going to be a second. But now you're hearing the Bears say they're asking King's ransom for him. I, I, I personally think Fields is worth. Uh, at least a mid first to late first personally. Like if I'm the GM on the receiving end, you're going to get that out of me. (laughs) I'm going to overpay to give fields. Uh, I don't want to give up something in the top 10 or 15 or 14. I'm saying, but like I'd give up something like if I'm Miami, I would give up the 21 overall in a millisecond Mm -hmm. for Justin Fields. I don't care who thinks I'm overpaying. You can, you can go have fun with whatever, whatever take you have, you have over there. I'm, I'm going to roll with this one. I'm going to take Fields to the promised land if I'm the Miami Dolphins and I'm doing it live. Pittsburgh's going to try to not give up this 20, but I think Chicago is going to say, give it to me, and we'll see if Pittsburgh does it. But that's a King's ransom request. Uh, a lot of people are saying Chicago won't get that. Debo, to me, if, let's say, the Baltimore Ravens requested Debo Samuel's services, like, I don't think they're having to surrender this 30, but uh, 30 overall, but, I mean... I don't know. I I I I find it funny that like Debo can't command that. I don't understand the NFL. I don't understand the NFL, and I don't understand values. How is Debo not worth the number twenty overall? You know,
1: AJ Brown. AJ Brown got what the fourteen or eighteen or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: if I'm Buffalo and they say we're not trading him, sorry. And then you call him up and you go, okay. I know you're saying no, but, like, what would you do? <laughs> and then Niners say, we're not trading him. Okay, but, but like, what would be an offer you couldn't refuse? I don't know. Like, you're telling me, like, you've got to decide, right? 28 overall. Otherwise, we're not trading him. All right, hold on one second. Are we giving up 28 for Debo Samuel to win a Super Bowl? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, we'll go ahead and do it. Although, the NFL... And the valuation charts, and I going to say Debo's not worth 20 no. overall, which I don't understand. Debo Samuel probably wins is... you a Super Bowl if you're the, the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's one thing
1: if it's a top 10 pick or something, and you got plans for it. But, like, if you are the Bills or Miami with Fields, then who are you going to get that's going to make a bigger impact at that 21 or that 28 spot? And you, you, your window is open now, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. D- Debo would be, Debo would be marvelous in Buffalo. Debo Samuel in Buffalo here, and, and and Niner fans are not going to want to hear it. They're going to think everything's going to be absolutely glory and everything's going to be fixed. The cap's not real, you know, and it isn't to a degree for sure. But there are certain things you got to play, certain ways you can maneuver things. But in Ayuk, they can sign Ayuk I- to a deal that's that's very friendly in year one and you know very very costly down down the road so there's ways to do this you know there's ways to make Ayuk cheaper and keep both of them but i mean there there is real talk whether niner fans want to believe it or not there's real talk about one of these wide receivers getting traded and let's just assume that talk is legitimate buffalo would be one of the most ideal places and while nfl circles and people say that you can't give up 28 for debo I'm telling you, if I was the GM and decision-maker in Buffalo, I would give up too much. I'd be like, 28, done. And maybe everybody's mad at me, but I'm the Buffalo Bill decision-maker that just gave the Buffalo Bills the Super Bowl by, by pairing up Josh Allen and Debo Samuel. I'd do it in a millisecond. I, and I know he wouldn't cost that much, but if he did, I'd do it. Don't tell anybody. Buffalo wins a Super Bowl. If Debo Samuel is traded to the Buffalo Bills, in my opinion,
1: do they uh, do they keep Diggs if they do that? You think?
0: <sighs> no, I mean they could, They'll but I, yeah, they got. I mean, Diggs is dead weight, man.
1: They, I think they should move on. I mean, yeah, I mean, I you know, know they said they love each love each other again, but
0: yeah, I haven't gone live on this yet. But I probably really should. It's a little late <laughs> if I put breaking news in the title. It is a little clickbaity cuz it's already it's already come and gone, but the whole, you know, Buffalo uh Josh Allen and Diggs kind of patching it up. Not together on camera, but in separate inter- interviews both saying, you know, I want to be with them this year. I don't want to leave Buffalo and Dig saying he wants to stay in Buffalo, Dig saying he he loves Josh Allen and Josh Allen say Diggs, you know, helped make me who I am. I can admit that. And and we're gonna do great things this year. But probably the reason I didn't go live on it is there's a lot of Super Bowl stuff going on. But also, what are you gonna say? <laughs> you know? What are you gonna say? Yeah. You know, it's you're not gonna say, uh, that's like when someone calls and says, Hey, how was Travis when he worked for you? And, and you're giving a you know a recommendation as long as you aren't on that list that says you cannot recommend this person, he burned us, you know, burn him to the ground and give him a horrible answer. <laughs> Travis left without two weeks. Like if you had done okay job and legally they can't crap on you, it's like, how is Travis? Travis came to work every single day. He did his job very well. And uh, would you recommend him? Uh, I'm sorry. The phone's breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're like what are you gonna do you're talking you are asked a question do you like you already have a lot of problems with Diggs, and you're being asked, would you you know how's it gonna be in the future with Diggs? are you trading him yeah, we're gonna probably get rid of him like what's what's Josh allen gonna say you're like no, we're gonna do great things yeah. together in the future, and he's just sitting there going hmm. <laughs> we're gonna get rid of that kill dead weight whole trade value yeah the crazy part is like. He was phenomenal at the beginning of the year. So there's a little bit of wonder uh, wonderment in in my mind at least if he could do if he could have one more season left. You know, like but, but where would he, he Yeah, where would he go though to be better? Uh, let's say Diggs went to Baltimore. Let's say Diggs went to uh Indy. I keep using indie. You know, what I
1: could also I could also see him doing something along the lines of going to go a place like like Carolina and pulling what Cleveland did last year. They just suck. And yeah, just all the You know, and just be happy catching a hundred balls
0: and not winning. You know that. You know what? I I could see, and not even his choice. But that's where they send him. I could see him going somewhere crappy like that. I'm sorry if anybody in here yeah. is a Carolina fan.
1: That's what I was thinking about just because he might
0: like it though because he doesn't seem to care that much about winning maybe okay what what about what about what about digs to cincy and then they they're letting higgins go but why would you do that i guess you know i'm let's just say it happened that that could be interesting but then again like if if he's not thriving with josh allen obviously there's a there's a prop. like is he gonna want to go play second fiddle to another wide receiver no so that would that would probably be That's a the problem. Yeah. Let me let me pull that back. He'd
1: rather he'd rot rather
0: away somewhere let me, and lose. Let me tuck that idea guy back guy. in the pocket. <laughs> I'm going to put that idea back in my <laughs> pocket. <laughs> that was dumb. That was dumb. What if, let me just make up something else. <laughs> what if. Bad. Okay, hey, hey, hey. What if New England goes and drafts JD5 and they trade for Diggs? There you, there you go. There you go. I, I mean, look, I, I'd actually be, be very, very excited. Be the yeah, he'd be the only guy. What he, are you gonna he, pop, he Douglas? To be the There's a guy yeah. named a guy I'm with the, a guy with the first name named Soda Pop. Gonna 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 take away from He's from Diggs no. No. no, no, no. He'll say he'll say, Hey, go get me a coffee or go go get me a soda pop, pop. Yeah. Go get me a soda. I <laughs> look. I I would love to see. New England get crafty. That would be bad, really. Yeah, and and even though you may not win a Super Bowl in time, you're not gonna last like, year anyway. At least you get to develop JD Five, but right. And that's a
1: good guy to develop with because he, he can run routes and he's a veteran. And I mean that that would be a move that okay. would benefit.
0: Let, let's 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 think law. about this logically here. What teams have a closing window? That that could look at digs as a win a Super Bowl and you're out. Um, Dallas, look, McCarthy's on the hot seat. He needs to do it. You know, they they draft. Uh, let's say they draft. Um, let's say they draft a rookie running back. Let's say they get Braylon Allen and he's cheap and they're not spending a ton of money and then they trade for digs. That that would be a move that would put and they're looking to level up. They gotta do something different. That's a place he could go. Who else is on the hot seat? Philadelphia. But they've got two wide receivers. I doubt they they go that direction. Baltimore feels like maybe, and I'm not saying Munkin's on the hot seat yet or anything like that, but you've got this team that, that crapped the bed at the end that was supposed to dominate everybody. And they, they kind of, yeah. like Odell Beckham Jr. Is a, you know, has a walker, and he's out there on the field trying to become their, their second and third wide receiver. You shotted the bed hard on your wide receiver you know acquisitions, aside from Flowers, of course, but like trying to piece together this like platoon of of rotating wide receivers and and even running backs too. So you bring in Barkley or Josh Jacobs or you know draft one of the rookies like Jalen Allen and you bring in Diggs. Mm-hmm. So Diggs to Dallas, Diggs to Baltimore, Diggs to Will why not? Will the Chiefs bring him in.
1: I mean balls there
0: I don't know that they want anybody in there they're winning Super Bowls without anybody
1: well that's, that's my question
0: I've done nothing maybe it, could I see it happening yeah you know why it would be it would be a chief's move to me is like here they are beating everybody with one hand tied behind their back right and then all of a sudden out of nowhere when you least expect it because they don't need a wide receiver they go ahead and just grab them <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you're like okay now the Chiefs are probably up here instead of like down here. And then they're like that that rudder in the race that's, you know, holding all of his energy back to the last lap. And then the Chiefs kind of just pass everybody. Now they're wanting to play from ahead and smash everybody to pieces. Not that Diggs is a guarantee of any kind. I get it. I'm I'm one that trashes him all the time. But like you put him in KC, you put him in Dallas, you put him in Baltimore, maybe he has one more elite year left. I think he could. It's, it's his brain. It's his attitude that's getting in the way. He's got the one more year left physically, probably. Will he waste it crying and complaining and, and dragging his, his binky all around the field? That's the question. Will Diggs waste away his final potential year that he has? Because wide receivers do not play well at 31 years old, people. It's just not common. So he's got one year left. If he could stop dragging his binky and blanky all over the field, could Diggs pull together in Dallas or in Baltimore and help these teams get over the hump and have an elite yeah. one more season? I think Diggs would be fantastic Can in, in, the, Diggs in those in the situations. World that him, yeah. That Cooks him for Dallas this year. I mean, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Mark Berkman is in a dream world. See that last coming?
0: All right. Travis, I'm out of here. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate
1: it. I'll talk to you
0: later. All right. We'll see you later. Um, Mark B., I'm still holding your Bijan card until. Your Bijan card has been revoked. Yeah, I'm still holding your Bijan card until we have a a, a recant of some kind. But I still appreciate you, Mark. I'm not mad at you whatsoever. Guys, I'll see you later. Uh, Bob says send digs to the Browns. Why? Why? Why do we want? Why does everybody want? Why do Browns fans always think adding a player is going to help this situation? Uh, Watson's the problem. I don't know, Bob. Maybe you're maybe you're right. Maybe it helps Watson. Maybe it helps Watson. I'll give you that. God, Browns are so good without with all that chaos, man. uh we'll, we might even be going live on Deshaun Watson because there's some rumors that that I'm I'm hearing whispers that there could be more cases or some not necessarily more cases but some punishment from existing cases that maybe aren't fully wrapped up yet. And good God, you know how much we love and when I say love it's hate. <laughs> I mean hate going live on Deshaun Watson over and over and over. But we might we might have a Deshaun Watson breaking news show tomorrow. I'm hearing whispers that that they're, 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 the NFL is not ruling out future suspensions based on the remaining cases. It's not good. It's not good. I'll see you all tomorrow. Appreciate you. He's seven feet tall and he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron, he can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns.